South Jersey. South Jersey. Bad, bad, bad boys. boys. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good that was pretty good that was pretty good we're getting recognized by uh music labels now so it's good to see it's we're getting see. A, we're getting a lot of heat in the dms too right now of people that want to be on oh really oh yeah a lot of people get a lot of requests gotten a lot of requests what's the funkiest one to get on the south jersey bad Bulls podcast <laughs> I don't know what accent that was, but... It sounded like a jazz musician from Memphis, so I'm all about it's it. It's actually very accurate. <laughs> was... I, I am all for it, and uh, we are going to be getting... If anybody does want to come on the program, whether you're a comedian or not, we're going to have a nice <laughs> mix of comedians to truckers to... Random friends from South Jersey. Random friends from South Jersey. We're going to introduce everybody like a sports talk radio caller of uh um you know like rob from west deptford we are the know. wip of south jersey i've often heard that comparison um when my dad shares our podcast with uh, members of his 55 and older community uh, cricket team uh he sends it out just frequently to have them listen to it, and they think it's one of the most appalling things they've heard since hey, radio shout out, out mr callahan yeah yeah he said we're foul so it's a you know it's a growing trend amongst the 55 and olders we have a market yeah that well it's definitely your clothing market yeah, check this shit out. This is, I got full-blown, these are Under Armour sneaks, 15% off at the outlets in Gloucester You're Township. You're wearing red, white, and blue. Very yeah. patriotic for no reason. Very patriotic. I'm wearing a red, white, and blue. All Under Armour, by the way. Uh, you Under look Armour like a Zamboni driver. <laughs> I'm just working down at the local rink. Yeah. <laughs> just wondering when the kids are going to come out. And it's not even an ice rink, but I got a Zamboni up there. <laughs> if somebody went up to you and said, what do you do for work? And you said, I work at a local rink, they would go 100%. That or I look like a guy that like sells beef jerky outside of a liquor store. Like I'm competing with Girl Scout troops. Maybe both. Maybe, Maybe yeah. you got beef jerky on the Zamboner. I do, and I like I just like open up a little uh, little uh, pocket in my trench yeah, coat, and just saying, your I got, dick is there. <laughs> got all types of jerky. Oh yeah, <laughs> jerky jerk jerk. Yeah, so it's uh, Under Armour hat, Under Armour hoodie, Under Armour sweatpants, Under Armour socks, and they're Under Armour ankle socks. Which my dad said, you know what they say about people that wear ankle socks and use body wash really they are homosexuals is what he always <laughs> said i don't know where that came from but ankle socks and body wash apparently are two of the biggest characteristics amongst the gay community <laughs> so that's why he wears those knee-high gold toe white tube socks yeah that, that'll throw him off the gay trail <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gotta throw the sense off here yeah wait so do you really uh love under armor that much or are you just like this is the comfiest that, no that's why I, you choose them uh, no, I really don't. I have a number of Nike things, but what I found out, and it wasn't just because I worked at Under Armour at the uh, Tanger Outlets in Hershey from about 2012 to 14. Did you? Oh, yeah. And when I was in college, that was my... Hell yeah. Uh, hell yeah, dude. Me and my buddy went down there wasted working a Black Friday 12-hour shift one time. We didn't know what the fuck we were doing, but we made bank. Um, but... I worked there, so I got a, a number of different things built up. Like this hoodie was from when I was in college, and it lasts for fucking ever. The Nike stuff that I had, I wore Nike all through college. We were a Nike uh, uh, sports team, whatever they call the sports teams, if they all wear Nike gear. The Nike stuff just doesn't last, and their sneakers don't either. Under Armour sneakers are fucking god awful, but for some reason, oh uh, god, the durability, the this durability, is not helping your dad case. It is not helping your argument is going. They're just the most durable sneaker that you oh, can no. find. They are not the most durable, but they are a good bargain they they are a bargain down on the clearance racks 
That's true. Yeah. And, and you can see that. Yeah, you can see that. Look at the, the tongue on this sucker. I haven't even done anything athletic with these shoes. Yeah. That was one of the biggest complaints I had about Nikes is that I started wearing them a lot and I'm like, I'm not even doing anything close to athletic in these. Let me get a dad sneak. White yeah. sold. Um, and New Balances, they were going through the roof and that's just like hacky dad stuff, I feel like. You got to really now, like everyone's leaning into the dad culture. Yeah, that that's more genuine. This is a lot more genuine. Like there's just mild grass things Not on this the ironic, like, oh, I'm in dad gear stuff. You're like, yeah. no, I am really in dressing yeah. like a dad. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I get, got my own pair of grass cutters. But uh, yeah, the Under Armour stuff, I feel like just lasts a little bit longer. It looks uh, good on you. Yeah, I'm a dad enthusiast. So uh, I think maybe we can, we can share some tips and everything when uh, you and Sam have your big day coming up here that's right so uh the, the clock is ticking for that one huh? couple of weeks baby couple of weeks and what have you been doing in preparation for this have you been like practicing your your breathing or uh pushing or like what have you been doing i haven't been pushing no i have not been practicing <laughs> pushing um not pushing any babies out my dick <laughs> but what have i been doing i've uh mostly just been Sitting in fear, going, oh, my God, am, am I ready mm-hmm. for this? Probably not. Yeah. Yep. Um, we got the uh, the baby's room set up. Fuck, yeah. Got the crib nice. ready to go. Got the car seat. Hell and, yeah. Uh, yeah, now I'm, I'm, I should probably get used to not sleeping. Yeah, that I feel like that's one of the biggest things I've heard. But on sometimes some people say it's not as bad as they expected, and other we'll people say. are living nightmares. So. But we can't we can't take that risk. I'm going to need you to call me at two a.m., four a.m., and six a.m. Yeah, I will be your alarm clock. Yes, and I will be up at six a.m. in the summer to turn my sprinklers on on the grass outside. So, and, and you got to wake me up with a South Jersey Bad Boys tune. Yes, South Jersey Bad Boys. Ha! ha. <laughs> that should be the ringtone, yeah. no matter what, on the phone line. There, yeah, we should make that a ringtone. You want to sell? Remember when people used to sell ringtones for like oh. ninety nine cents? Yeah, man, I had lots of hip hop ringtones. <laughs> Yeah, dude. A lot of ludicrous. Oh, I was going to say, what songs did you have as a ringtone? It was probably like, move, bitch, get out the way. My mom's like, what the hell is that? I'm like, sorry, it's grandma Sorry, calling. Yeah. <laughs> it's just how I speak to women on a yeah. regular basis. She's like, you're in the seventh grade. Oh, dude, seventh and eighth, eighth grade. culture, bro. Eighth grade is when I got my first cell phone. I had Make It Rain as my uh, ringtone for a little bit. I had that one and Lean Back. I was a big Fat Joe fan for some reason. Fat Joe was, was very ph fat yeah very ph fat fat farm also uh, uh physically fat that's what also yeah. by ph yes yes and i never once in my life have ever thrown any type of body shaming towards fat joseph well uh, he he lost a ton of weight I really think. yeah i think if you look him up now he looks more like slim joe than like fat a little joe. slim jimmy yeah, yeah. He, he's more of a slim jim than a fat joe damn yeah I'm pretty sure unless he unless he tossed it back on for, for shits and giggles. Yeah, did he find all that weight? I sure hope he did because he's one of those people that the fat community needs. And I say that with all <laughs> sincere back. respect. Lean back. Not I too just, far. I lo- Lean back. I love the music video of him doing it because he like, can barely even twist. He's just like That's loose. why he made the song. He's like, I need a dance that accommodates <laughs> my body. He's like, how about just a little lean back? None of this drop it low bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Just he, a little lean back. He took it to another level. And when he was leaning back, you could hear him just like running out of breath, just like getting exhausted from doing the leaning. Uh-huh. Yeah. I yeah. bet you there was a fat guy that made the Cupid shuffle. 
to the right, to the oh, right, man. to the left. You got a couple steps. When was pretty simple? What was the last um, wedding you went to that had that song playing? Was it pretty recent, or has it been a while? No, I haven't been to a black wedding in a while, and <laughs> um, I feel like that is generally, you know, uh, what you hear at a black wedding and kind of gets the party started. Outside of all the other better music. Wait, what the hell is that? That's Fat Joe. On the left or the right? Both. That's a before and after. Hang on. No, it's not, dude. <laughs> it is, dude. Who the hell is that marshmallow? Dude. Yeah, that's that's him. He was he was definitely a chunky uh, kind of guy. But, yeah, uh, I guess he's, he didn't lose as much weight as I thought. But Has anybody ever said that he looks like Robert Kelly? No, but he definitely does. He looks like a... Yeah. More of a Mexican Robert Kelly. Yeah, yeah. 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 And his songs were the shit back then. I don't know why. Like, I just, all these songs that I later found out, like when I heard uh, Jay Kwan's Tipsy. Oh, it was a classic. We would sing that in the hallways all the time, but like, I didn't know what Tipsy meant at that point. And I just thought it was a very, Tips. very positive, reinforced message about the uh, weight in the weight staff industry the restaurant industry making a lot of tips gotcha so everyone gets tips getting tips yeah these waitresses are gonna get tips and it's gonna be more than 20 percent. yeah you're like more power to you get them tips girl hell yeah hell yeah um do you, do you remember uh, do you ever like play the sims as a kid that game the sims on yeah the computer? oh yeah did you ever play that game and like force the people to have sex with each other that's the only reason you're playing it oh yeah you're trying to get them to bang and <laughs> it's it's the best now did you only play that because you had to force them to have sex because your parents only had a dial-up internet connection and it wasn't strong enough to play an actual pornography video so the only way you could do it was by playing a computer game and making them fuck no <laughs> <laughs> I had a dial-up internet connection until at least 2011. Oh, yeah, same. We had the, the AOL dial-up. Damn, dude, we had yeah. Netscape back in the day. Did remember, you? Remember Netscape? My oh. God, I could just picture you down in your basement, same outfit, <laughs> on dial-up. <laughs> on dial-up. Who's on the phone? Get the fuck off yeah, the phone. Just in chat rooms that you shouldn't be in. Oh, yeah, dude. I went over that, how we used to lure lesbians in there. It was great. It was. I love the late 90s, early 2000s. <laughs> On, Wait, you would lure lesbians in chat rooms? Yeah, I forget what. What, what did you do? Podcast? Just send a picture of yourself to them? No, my my screen. <laughs> <laughs> my, I do look like a ski patrol lesbian right now, don't I? Just yeah. look like I'm out working the ski poles, just being like, "Hey, Donna." <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I my screen name was XX Horny Lesby XX, and I would go into lesbian chat That's rooms. That's how you got them in. So I I would now I would talk to other lesbians in chat rooms and just be like, Hey, I'm a you know lesbian 26 looking to exchange some pics. And then the old men on the other end of the computer that also were disguising themselves as a lesbian would then send back Google photos, and I would send them the same thing. And then it would just be like, Oh, isn't this fucking great? Wait, so the guys there were guys responding to you? Well, they also had a uh, stereotypically insane lesbian. Name like you know <laughs> i munch on carpet 69 like, wait a second are you sending out pictures of girls with the hopes of getting a picture back <laughs> from a dude like i was like where did you think i was gonna go a guy just sending you back a hog shot you're like oh, i got him <laughs> he thinks i'm a chick how hilarious is this i keep getting a bunch of dick pics <laughs> like wait shouldn't you reverse those roles no i just i just assume that the people on the other end of this chat room were doing the same exact thing i was doing so we were all just talking with each other thinking we were talking to like smoking hot lesbians it's like 
You were the original uh, Manti Teo. Yeah, yeah. I was one of the first people in history to get catfished repeatedly. <laughs> and it no, made, you were doing the catfishing. I was also, also I was also being catfished. You were though. catfishing each other. Yeah, we were just noodling each other underneath the murky waters and catfish uh, holes together. Yeah, it was uh, quite a time. Pussy fishing. <laughs> <laughs> the old lesbian pushy fi- pussy fishing. Now, let me ask you this. Were you also one of those people when, uh, what did you cover your textbooks with in school? Did you go no cover and get in trouble? Um, I would go no cover a lot, and then you go with the, the book socks. The book I, socks. Yeah, I, yeah. I asked Rachel the same thing, and like my I parents- book may, socks? I briefly do, but like my parents wouldn't buy them for me, and I could never get them. And That's why, so I would always be hardcover, not get, I'm not getting the the- paper bag yeah 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 so i get in trouble and then i think <laughs> over the years i maybe collected a couple of book socks and then like get them from some friends and then yeah. i i had i had a uh collection of my own yeah a couple of the book socks tie-dye ones a couple of soccer balls on cheetah them. one maybe fuck yeah dude i i would cover them with newspaper and paper bags that's yeah. what my parents gave me to do and i had to do the cover my dirty piece of trash it was such trash and garbage but it was nice especially if you got to cover it with like a newspaper i got like, like your parents can spend the extra 250 <laughs> like two dollars and 50 cents <laughs> put it in a paper bag dan well you could, we're not gonna be wasting our money on book socks and other shenanigans yeah you're gonna use the newspapers that have been sitting over there in the corner of the living room waiting to get tied up to go out to recycling because back then you had to tie all these things up but the it, kid with the with the <laughs> paper with the paper uh book cover yeah is equivalent to a 40 year old man drinking a 40 out of the paper bag oh yeah like, yeah that guy looks like he's <laughs> he's going through it that guy's the, not doing so hot. the paper bag if it continues to follow you throughout life it is a financial death sentence yeah there is a no which way shape or form that you could have a paper bag being utilized on your person in any way that looks like you have a lot going on for you is there any drink that you could have that would look classy out of a paper bag milk okay yeah out of a bottle of that, milk i didn't even think of that yeah you're right bottle of milk um other than that i would probably say but you pe- know that from experience yeah it, you know yeah the, yeah the especially person might not know that especially with the uh the top that like is shaped and uh feels like a nipple yeah 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 <laughs> that's that's a paper bag uh type of drink right there outside of that i would probably say a uh, bag of peach schnapps maybe maybe something like that you, you think that's classy though around the holidays some people might think it's a minty schnapps it's like no it's a peach schnapps all right all right <laughs> see. um Let's other than that any anything canned it's a no-go anything in a 40 shaped bottle is a no-go yep um peach schnapps just might throw people off a little bit though maybe a glass of champagne Actually, yeah, that's that's not a bad idea but either. You won't be able to see it. The, the, it's too skinny. It's little. The whole paper bag would cover it, and it would, it would um, diffuse the the classiness. Yeah, yeah. If I had a paper bag on a bottle of champagne, it would be because I wanted to hide like the label of like Andre that people knew I spent four dollars on this bottle. You yeah. know, that's like 
But any, other than that, like what else throughout life? Paper bags on your books, paper bags around your alcoholic beverages. Paper bags are just not a very good sign. Yet I was just in Pennsylvania all weekend and they still got plastic bags there. It was like I was living in a pa- plastic heaven over there. Wow. Yeah, over here it's nothing but paper bag bullshit, paper straws. It's just a crumbling industry. Ah, uh, horse shit. It's a bunch of horse shit. Can't do fucking coke out of a paper straw. God. Yeah, yeah, but... What can you do? Just living over here, living the dream in New Jersey. So, um, but I did uh, see. What are, what are you? Uh, what are you uh, measuring in at height wise? Set. Oh, I thought you were asking <laughs> a different measurement. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say uh, seventeen inches. Um, <laughs> uh, height wise, it depends on uh, who, who I'm talking to. You know, if it's a lady, I go five nine. Um, it, if it's a a family member, they know me too well. I tell them the truth. I say five seven. Mm-hmm. Um, your average person would say five foot eight. Nice. Okay, so you got a nice range to go there with. Yep. Um, I only ask because I saw saw that the study came out yesterday that said uh, short and bitter people are more likely to be psychopaths. Uh, said a study. <laughs> so yeah, I, I could see that. So based history. Yeah, they, they conducted this study and uh, they said that they completed a questionnaire which was designed to uh, assess levels of psychopathy, narcissism, and Machiavellianism, uh, which is a personality trait defined by being manipulative, cynical, and lacking in morality. Well, we have to manipulate our environment to make it work for us because we're too short. You know, tall guys don't have to do anything. They just walk out and they go, oh, this is all wonderful. Nobody's ever like, oh, you're too tall. Mm-hmm. The short guys, you got you to gotta learn ways to make things work for you because people look right over you, literally. They just look right over top and they don't even see you for who you are. Yeah, that's why like little guys, the little guy complex. You know, the Napoleon complex. Napoleon yeah. complex. Yeah. You, you got to work hard. You know, some of us, you know, you, you think you got to work hard to overcompensate because you're little and you're trying to show people, yeah, I'm fucking powerful and capable too. Yeah. But you're you're not at a, a level that would be, uh, like it's, it was talking about people that found shorter people and those unsatisfied with their height were more likely to exhibit signs of psychopathy. So a lot of people in that range, I feel like, would be the ones that go out and get the diesel lifted trucks, but they hop out and like... Yeah, that that's a short guy move. That's a definite short guy move there. They get a loud ass fucking Harley or they get, I mean, any number of other fucking symptoms that go yeah. with it. Yeah, I don't identify as short. No, no, you definitely don't. You identify as six foot five. I always have. But yeah, it really doesn't. It, when I was younger, it used to bother me being short. I was always the smallest kid in class. But now, you know, I, uh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care. I am comfortable in my five foot seven skin. Yeah. Well, that's that's perfectly acceptable, especially since last year. Um, they had turned their shortcomings. Some short men turned shortcomings into a movement. Last spring, they declared Short Kings Spring. Short Kings is is definitely a vibe right now. Well, and Short Kings Spring is coming up on us quickly here. Where was that when I was single? <laughs> the Short Kings Spring. <laughs> It was quite the opposite. It would be girls on their bios being like <laughs> fucking six foot and above only. Yeah. You know, oh, man. In their dating profiles. I would just see so many guys lose their shit over that and share, you know, the classic like, oh, if you want over six foot, then you better be under 250 pounds. Yeah. Which, damn. I wish. Yeah. I, 
wish I could get a uh, obtuse woman to just lay on me. Holy shit, like in Borat when he goes in the hotel room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely something like that. So what I figured was what I could do, I actually pulled up the Dirty Dozen test um, that they gave these people that okay. gives them a level of like where you fall on these different scales. Okay. So I'll read you the questions. Ooh, I would love to take this. So essentially you either go like agree, strongly disagree, or agree, strongly agree, or disagree, strongly disagree. Is there a neutral? Um, it doesn't, it looks like you have to choose one. Doesn't uh, matter. Doesn't even matter. All right. Let's well, yeah, it. you're going to be in an agree or disagree on some level. So let's see where you fall on this dirty dozen test that a lot of psychologists give the people to see. Where I'm they sure fall. I'll be totally normal. Here we go. So this is going to be uh, measuring your traits of narcissism, Machiavellianism, and psychopathy. So beautiful. 12 questions. Here we go. Question oh. one. I tend to be callous or insensitive. Agree. Yeah, just a agree, not a strongly, just a just an, just an agree. Fuck yeah, I tend to exploit others towards my own end. <laughs> strongly disagree. <laughs> Some of these, when you're in the agree, we're gonna have to have you explain an example. Okay, I have used flattery to get my way. <laughs> what I've used flattery to get my way, like like you just, I guess, I compliment somebody else. Yeah, like you're just complimenting the shit out of somebody to get something out of them. Uh, I would disagree. I would disagree. Just disagree, not even as strongly, huh? Yeah, not not strongly. I could see myself borderline, maybe you know, buttering somebody up, but I never, I never get. What I about never, back in the single days? You ever buddies butter some broads up? Um, yeah, but mostly because I I meant it. Like it's like, <laughs> no, you are hot. So it's like I wouldn't be lying about it if I wasn't interested. So I guess that kind of falls under it, though, to a degree, because you did use flattery to get a certain one. Unless you got something out of them, they weren't some. Uh, yeah, but uh, the way that I'm reading that is false flattery, where it's like you just are saying whatever yeah. just to get what you want. Yeah, like usually, uh, you know, if I did do that, I was I did mean it. I, I wasn't just saying it just to manipulate and get what I want. Yeah. Okay. Well, that so makes sense. I'm going to stick with disagree. We'll stick with that one. Question four. I tend to lack remorse. I <laughs> uh, strongly disagree. I fucking regret everything I do. <laughs> Memory card was full, so now we're back. We so, back. So any any regret, or should we go to question five? Well, uh, I think just, uh, I'll say briefly, I think just generally blacking out as much as I used to. You know, and wake up the next day and somebody's like, you know, you're being uh, like you're really annoying. Like, <laughs> you were being a creep to that girl. And I'm like, oh, my God, how long was I doing that for before I even uh, got called out on my bullshit of, of just blacking out? That is a huge regret. You know, obviously, I don't drink like that anymore. And I, that, that is definitely a regret Damn, that you can't were, take back. Just the blackouts. The blackouts, Waking yeah. up with the anxiety of like, what did I say? What did I do? Was I being a creep? Yeah. You were just being overly flattering to some poor girl hey, over there at the bar. You know there what? you go. This is, see, it all ties it together. Shit. All right. Strongly disagree. This one, I tend to be cynical. <laughs> uh, agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking strongly agree on that one yeah. by myself. Holy shit. I tend to manipulate others to get my way. Disagree. We all got to do a little bit in manipulating. Anybody that says strongly disagree to that has never lied on a resume or job application right. before. Right. 
Um, question seven. I want to. I tend to want others to pay special attention to me. <laughs> I would say agree. Yeah. I mean, we all do stand up comedy. I think that if I, I would be lying if I said no. Yeah, we are just begging for any ounce of attention yeah. that a psycho stranger if you do stand-up comedy i mean it's kind of impossible to say no at that it's like we do like getting up in front of strangers and having everybody in the room pay attention to us isn't it funny to see the different types of people doing stand-up just in our local scene like there are people that love nothing more than to share talk posts about nothing but themselves but then there's other people that hate themselves so much but they're just looking for any ounce of approval from any stranger like yeah it is. Uh, I don't know. It's it, everybody has their own reason for doing it, but I see so many people that are doing it with, like, just such widely different things. Yeah, that that's really true. It's like you see so many people get into it for different reasons, and you see what people get out of it, like from themselves. You know, yeah. on those two big spectrums, and it's interesting to watch certain people, and you're like, oh, like you said, I mean oh wow you really love being in this spotlight like you really just <laughs> love that shit and then other people they absolutely hate themselves and they just they're like well yeah you know need needing that of approval for whatever reason yeah yeah exactly it is interesting to see that and it's usually the people that love being in the spotlight that'll come to an open mic or whatever for the first time and we're like oh this is fucking horrible and then you never see them again yeah i i generally like would be the opposite of that i you know as uh pretentious as it sounds i mean i really do mean this but it's like i actually i do not like being in the spotlight at all i think stand-up actually taught me that i think maybe initially getting into it i thought that i wanted to be and then the more that you do it i don't know like the the more i've kind of pulled away from it like i love stand-up i love the art of doing stand-up when you're doing it obviously you want everybody to pay attention to you but i just kind of you know i fell in love with the game bro i love the game of stand-up and then um Outside of that, when I'm off, like I, I don't really love attention. Otherwise, yeah, I don't want people like being. I don't. I, I think it's maybe part of. I don't know how to accept compliments ever. Too like, does that uh, make you uncomfortable? Oh, it's the same way with me, a hundred percent. I, I have canned I responses, and yeah, I'll have canned responses, and then I'll say one of them back to somebody without even thinking about it, and it doesn't even make sense in the context of what they. I've had so many people tell me you need to learn to take a compliment, like. I couldn't tell you how many times that I'm like, yeah. I, I feel so awkward doing that. I don't know. And like, like, you can't even say that without somebody being like, oh, like you're like, it sounds like weird saying that. Like, I don't know what the right word is, but like, you, it sounds like a little egotistic. Like, oh, I get so many compliments. I don't know how to take it. Like, it's, it's not even that. It's just yeah. like any compliment. But I, mm -hmm. the way that I look at it is the person that loves being in the spotlight in that situation they are doing it for the compliments and they yeah. love, yep. you know, when people come up to them after a show, they kind of, they do it for that reason. I really love doing stand up, but then afterward, like obviously it's great to get compliments and yeah. to, to get good feedback, but I kind of want to get out of there after my set. Like yeah. I, I, I want to talk to, you know, the other comics on the show or my friends or like, I, I don't really want to interact with strangers. Yeah. I, I think it ultimately can come down to, especially if anybody knows any other comedian, if somebody asks them what they do or what they do for work, whether you're part-time or full-time, if anybody actually tells a stranger that doesn't know they do comedy, they're like, oh yeah, I'm a comedian or I do stand up. That person is fucking crazy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you learn pretty quickly not to tell anybody that. Yes. Yeah. Um, question eight. I tend to expect special favors from others. Hmm. Strongly disagree. 
Yeah, I fucking hate when people. I just learned not to. Don't take compliments and don't take favors from people. Don't take favors and, and <laughs> why would I expect any favors? Oh, expecting favors is oh yeah, not, not even like taking favors. Expecting them is holy shit. And people that do expect favors are annoying. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think we're both going to do pretty good on this test, uh, especially this question. I tend to want others to admire me. <laughs> um, I would say strongly agree. Yeah, here we go. We're about to go off the fucking rails. I think that I do. I think there's a, a part deep, deep down inside of me that really would love that. Oh, if yeah. somebody did admire me, I would eat that shit up and go, oh, I love that. Right, let, let, me, let me get you some personal like coaching sessions to help you become me. Not to that level, but I do <laughs> think that I would, I would love it. I, you know, I would love admiration if I were to receive it. Like deep, whether I said it or not, deep down, I'm going, this, this feels amazing. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I tend to not be too concerned with the morality of my actions. For me, strongly agree. <laughs> i would say disagree <laughs> disagree not even a strong like I, I would say yeah not too concerned you're not too concerned with the morality i of guess your it actions. depends it's like is it my what i find moral or like the the morals of society that is true there are a lot of people have especially now i feel like that's a growing thing that people uh have very different uh morals than what like society would tell you this is what yeah moral. like it is it is not going to church on sunday because that is uh it, i guess it depends on how you define it but i think generally as i'm making decisions i think about whether or not you know this is a, a good or bad decision but there's times where you, you know yeah little things here and there you have to do you got to do what you got to do maybe yeah. knowing like all right you know this isn't this isn't great yeah, yeah. Maybe this is a little. Yeah, I don't know. It's great. I I had something like this happen this past weekend when we were in Jim Thorpe, who ends this little gem shop, and they have all types of crystals and gems and rocks and shit from all over the place. Pretty interesting stuff, but like definitely a little little fucking kooky. Um, they had a ring that was made out of a certain type of uh, rock, and I was like trying to put it on my finger. As I go to do that, it falls on the ground and shatters into like a thousand pieces. Lady at the counter didn't see me drop it, so I very well could have just like kicked it underneath of like the table or just not even paid attention to it. She didn't see it. Like, who gives a fuck? I picked up the pieces. And like pulled out a $5 bill. They were like $2 rings or something. And I had a five on me. And I go up to her and I'm just like, I dropped this ring over there and it shattered. I was just looking at it. I was like, but here's a five. She's like, no, 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 no. I don't even want you to give me anything. She's like, it happens all the fucking time. She's like, just take, oh, you got take that. You for your good morals. And I was like, oh, so is this what happens when you're just <laughs> honest and upfront about like, hey. And they're like, actually, no keep the money right but if she saw me do that and i try and walk out if i was in her position i'd be like what a piece of shit see that that's a really good example of like of a moral dilemma of probably how this is being yeah um asked directed yeah. and i think that actually that's a, a good situation where i would probably just walk the fuck out of there. <laughs> so but i would think about it and yeah. then i would go you know what um that is something that i don't care it's yeah. probably not great yeah <laughs> so like that that's a, a yeah. good example Here's a question 11 out of 12 here. I tend to seek prestige or status. Hmm. Now, this could be taken a lot of ways. Prestige or status in what way? Like on my 
like gold members card for like uh the showboat casino like i'm trying to get that prestige fucking status prestige worldwide prestige worldwide um, the santa maria the unta the pinta well, i don't even know the names of the i'll do you show. in the bottom while you're drinking sangria <laughs> yeah see now we want to nachos the lemonade on my dad's boat <laughs> we won't go down because all dicks can float <laughs> great song <laughs> i can't wait to recreate that music video on the boat that's been in my driveway for two years yes mm. um what was the question again do you tend to seek prestige or status i would say no i i kind of hate doing anything you know for anybody else's approval i do stuff that i like to do yeah and i hope that people respect me who i yeah. find are, are good at it or who are in the field or whatever it is yeah but i'm not really doing it for them it, it's a it's a hope where I'm like, oh, that you know, that would be nice, but yeah, or like a status symbol. I'm not sorts. just doing stuff to get that status. I I only do what I like to do. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, hopefully people this is enjoy and respect it. This whole test, like saying that I this or I tend to do that or I wish I do that, like those types of things. I was like, those are like the type of people I can't fucking stand. So I, yeah, I, here's the last one. I have used deceit or lied to get my way. I mean, yeah, yeah. toss an agree on there. Yeah, yeah, I think we've all been there. Every, everybody, everybody has lied. Yeah, well, let's wrap up this test and see what uh, see what your uh, results are. Come on, fucking, fucking submit here. Boy. How much of a psychopath am I? Of course, my internet goes down. You son of a bitch. You okay, so. You are 2% lighter than the average person when it comes to your narcissism, Machiavellianism, and psychopathy. So they're saying everyone is pretty narcissistic, but I'm 2% lighter? Well, actually, on average across all of them, you are 2% below the average population. So you're flying underneath. You're below average when it comes to these crazy traits. Hey! Now, narcissism, you're about 50% on average with the rest of the population. That, that's about right. And you're way under for Machiavellianism, which was very cynical type of uh, um, uh, traits. And then psychopathy, you are above the average. <laughs> above average of a psychopath? Yeah, you are. It says right here, your bar chart, you are a, you're at 31% psychopathy. And the average looks like it's around like 25%. So you're pretty high. And what they define psychopathy is is a telltale sign of a shallow emotional response. <laughs> Underdeveloped effect of psychopaths endows them with high stress tolerance, low empathy, and little guilt, and prompts them to seek out extremely stimulating activities, such as sex, violence, drugs, or financial risk, resulting in impulsivity and a disposition towards interpersonal conflict. Personality traits associated with psychopathy include a lack of empathy or remorse, antisocial behavior, and volatility. So <laughs> I don't know if that's me. God no. damn it, Internet. Now, now, it does say it's only 31% out of 100%. You would be bombing a test if that's how it's measured, 31%. Right, right. So maybe it was just but one the of... the average person is 16%? Uh. No, so the, the population average is lower than your 31%. It looks like it's around 25 on this bar chart. So you're like 6% over the population average Man. when it comes to those traits. I think it might be because one of those answers was like, I seek attention, like doing stand-up comedy, like right, of course. Right. So that falls right in you line with that. You have to be that. a psycho to, to do stand-up. You really do. Actually, yeah. So that falls right in line with yeah. that. And only at a 31%. I don't think it's anything at this point you need to worry about. Yeah. So um, we'll keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on it. Take some baby 
baby aspirin every week, and uh, you know, I, I think you'll be good. But you're lighter than the average person when it comes to those traits. So Thank you. That's it's pretty good. Pretty pretty well done there. Well done. Well done. Well done. You you failed the test, which is in this case a good thing. Um, so here is a, a letter to the editor uh, on NJ.com that we were going to look at last week. We ran out of time. So remember when we reviewed and watched the trailer for that Winnie the Pooh slasher movie? Yes. Winnie the Pooh Blood, Blood and Honey or something like yeah. that? Yeah. So apparently it's in select theaters right now. And a lot of people are getting really riled up about it because how dare they take, and this title is, it's sick to put the lovable Pooh Bear in a slasher flick. They're trying to cancel Christopher Robin now. You guys are fucking gay. (laughs) So I'm going to read snippets of this letter to the editor. And we watched the trailer. It looked great. I mean, it's in theaters right now. I might want to go see it, to be honest. And we'll review it. So Winnie and Piglet terrorize Christopher Robin and a group of young women at a remote house. Uh, the filmmaker took advantage of the expiration of copyright protection for the book to make a horror movie. The movie's in U.S. theaters now. Seriously? It would be great if some high school kids could protest Pooh as a giant and uh, as a killer and a picket in the movie. The filmmaker says he plans to give Bambi and Peter Pan the same kind of darker reworking. 12-year-olds will act out Pooh's rampage. It is so sad. If you can't trust Winnie the Pooh, who can you trust? And then she finished it up by saying, The book Winnie the Pooh was published in 1926, the year I was born. And now my 13 great-grandchildren and three great-great-grandchildren are pre- predestined to live with the, pa- with the bear as a killer. What a sick society we have become chasing the buck. This lady is 97 years old, writing letters to the editor about Winnie the Pooh slasher films. God, she's blogging at 97? Dude, she's blogging in the old school way. She probably wrote on a notepad and mailed it in to the headquarters yeah. of the newspaper. Sent her pigeon to drop it off. <laughs> And she is pissed. And she said that 12-year-olds will act out Pooh's rampage. They will go on a bloodthirsty mission with a tiny little pig to just kill everybody in their path. Well, we'll see if that's true. Now, just because it's Winnie and the Pooh themed, I don't know if that means that 12-year-olds are going to be going to see this. Yeah, yeah, it is. It does involve 12-year-olds. There's a lot of movies that have kids in them that are horror movies that don't necessarily get the... Uh, if it's rated R, you still got to be 18. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't fucking know. You got to be 17 to get an R-rated movie. There's NC-17 ones. This one's in like select theaters, and it's like, what 12-year-old is even going to know that this movie... I mean, it looks appealing. I'll give them that. Listen, lady, we're trying to have some fun with Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, it's just Winnie the Pooh, and they let the copyrights expire, so I don't know what to tell you. I don't know if that was something that could have been uh reworked or not done at all or there could have been some saving there but i think winnie the pooh is a better person as a horror movie uh staple than all of those children's books yeah i think so him and piglet are living their true selves and their true lives we should see it and and uh report back we should should we uh see if um uh anybody Playing at a theater around here, and we should get some of the bros together, go get fucking hammered, and then go to a movie together. Let's do it. Yeah, we I'll can bring my newborn. Yeah, bring your newborn, and then you can see. Uh, These your... are the types of cartoons that we're going to get to watch together. Yeah, we're just going to watch this and Steven Seagal movies nonstop. That's it. Yeah. And we can go into the movies and we can like cut uh, holes in the bottom of like the popcorn buckets and stick our dicks through them. Oh, dude, oh, it's going to be great. Be it's hilarious gonna... with all the guys. Yeah. <laughs> 
So here's a local story as well. This has some audio accompanied with it. Um, I saw that a New Jersey te- New Jersey teacher over in Winslow Township hey. quit after an uproar over a student recording her profanity-laced tirade in class. I don't know if you saw this, but a teacher, according to the Philadelphia Inquirer in Winslow, um, the, her resignation was approved immediately following a board hearing uh, and the reason for her departure is that some student recorded her going on a profanity-laced tirade during class. And now they have a bunch of people that are outside protesting the school that a teacher could possibly talk to students like this. I listened to the tirade, and it honestly wasn't that bad. Do you have it teed up? I have it teed up on my phone here. Um, I stand. We stand by our teachers in this state. We always have and always will, especially. Winslow is a tough township to be teaching in, too. You might have to. Be, if you got to curse at some kids, I'm all for it. I'm all for it, too. Have you seen? But let's listen unless she gets. Yeah, yeah. Let's take a listen here. Out of line. Wrong video. Hold on. It <laughs> was the wrong video. Here we go. Hold on. Okay. I was like, maybe she did go over the line. <laughs> maybe something went wrong in that class. Like, what the hell? <laughs> My God, dude. You got to take your all the, your your work home with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, you know, some people just leave their work at the <laughs> office. I bring it home with me. Um, so here's the profanity least <laughs> tirade from that teacher in Winslow. Oh, my God. Now get the f- out. Because you do not go around behaving like this in front of your parents. Don't do it in front of me either. Period. And I understood. So if you're done to test, please actually put it in the promo cart and plug the shit in. This isn't that bad. Stop leaving shit around. Is this shit? Okay, it's nothing. You have already lost your dean privileges, which actually gives you chances to earn extra credit. Just because you're trying to be funny. Fuck yeah. And then you're taking that away from other people that actually care about the f*** in here. There's an F-bomb, but I think it was necessary. Yeah, it's illustrating your point. it's not okay. It's not okay. So do I have any questions about my motherfucking rules in this classroom? About what? My motherfucking rules in this classroom. I mean, she said but ass and shit. I'm coming to my classroom and disrespecting me because I'm over it. Over it. It is a zoo in this class. Every day. Every day. Careful, lady. Yeah. <laughs> Every day. Beat the so fuck out of you guys. <laughs> There's no reason for that. And I feel very disrespected. That was the whole video. I mean, that was the whole... I don't think that that, that that is that bad. I definitely had teachers curse the exact same way at me in high school. Oh, yeah. And you know what's funny? After a teacher does that, when they have that moment where they get so pissed and they, you know, they, they you know, they get pissed at the class like that and they start yelling at you and stuff. It's basically like, and then they, they got to go back 
to teaching a lesson after that, after you're all dead silent. It's basically like when you're bombing on stage right off the bat and then you got to finish your set. Yeah. And you're like, okay, now open your books to chapter two. <laughs> Who wants to ask answer question number three? And everyone's like, I don't want to fucking participate. It's like after you bomb and you're like, all right. Yeah. Now back into my material. And yeah. Everyone's like, we're out, dude. We are not with you. That, it, I always hate that part of stand-up where people are interrupting so much or heckling to the point of where you have to address it and tell them to shut the fuck up. And then it's like, all right. Now, let me get back to the analogy I was making about my dick. It feels dick. like you just yelled at the audience. Yeah, it, that's always so. And you watch some people lose their fucking minds that don't know how to do that yet. Not that we're professionals with it, but like they, they handle it the wrong way for the most part. And everyone turns on them, and they do in classrooms too. And then the parents are out there now protesting with these kids, and the parents are saying anyone using that language should not be around anyone's children. I mean, that that's <laughs> she doesn't seem like a person that probably does that often too it sounds like she just got hit a breaking point yeah she cursed at him a little bit grow the fuck up My yeah god you're yeah. in high school you think these kids have never heard those words before yeah and it wasn't like she was using anything out there it was calling names or threatening people she was just like plug the shit the motherfucking in and then we can get on with our motherfucking class yeah now open your books to chapter three yeah yeah i i think a lot of the kids in these classes are probably um in, in seeing a lot worse shit on the internet every single day but obviously a public educator probably shouldn't be you know talking to kids like that but you got to get your shit in line you got to keep them yeah. in line here a little bit i i feel bad like uh, thinking back to what you used to do to teachers and how much you used to torture them yeah you totally understand now looking back why they hit that breaking point oh yeah yeah why like they wish that it was back in the 70s like in the nuns and catholic schools where they could just beat the shit out of you with a yard who's stick? the lame ass kid that recorded her and turned it in like you were that offended by it yeah i hope the kids going down the, the hallway with their you know law, law team or lawyers behind them that have suing the school and it's just like somebody yells like fucking nerd it's like who is recording that on their phone and they got suspended for something it's like i want to know what the kids did what the fuck did they do to send this teacher into right it? And, uh, you know, don't get, like you said, I mean, obviously it's not ideal yeah. to be cursing at kids and stuff like yeah. that, but you do that dude, kid, and this woman lost her fucking job. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's a big fucking deal yeah. because you got cursed at a little bit. Now, could you see, like they didn't name the teacher in these things. Would you see her going to like another school district and trying to apply? And it's just like, yeah, I got fired because of that. Uh, yeah. They're like, so what, uh, why did you leave your last job? I was fired. Yeah. What were you fired for? He made me retire. I'm tired <laughs> of these motherfucking kids and these motherfucking schools. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And she's like, they even quote it. And that's where I hate when they take what someone said and they put it in quotes. Because listening to that, it doesn't sound bad. But if you read in quotes, if you're done the test, put it in the Chromebook and plug the shit in. Stop leaving shit around about your fucking grades in here. Reading that in text, it sounds pretty bad. When you listen to her, I was like, this just sounds like any mom with a shit kid in a grocery store screaming yeah. at them. Yeah. Like, it's like, I, that's most Grow these, up, you pussies. Yeah. Yeah. Get used to it. Having teachers yell at you. Welcome to our fuck. I, we did some horrible shit to substitute teachers, too. And then I became a substitute. Yeah. D didn't you used to pretend like you were smoking crack in the classroom? Yeah. Yeah. And I made this woman who was going from being a real estate agent. She wanted to be a teacher. And then she quickly left and then, like, went into, like, a law school program or something like that. She didn't know what she wanted to do, but she definitely hated teaching because of me. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, you help you helped her find her path. I did. I helped her find her path, and I, I wish her the best. I hope she's out there doing well. And uh, there was one substitute teacher we had that was left-handed, but she was a big old broad. She hey. was a big woman. We used to have chalkboards, and she would write on the chalkboard left-handed, but every time she would write something, her flabby arm would then erase it. Remember the flab arm? Yeah, that's like, the flab arm. I was a teacher with it. a huge chicken wing of a flab there that yeah. you would just want to go up and smack it. You just Yeah, you just want to go up and smack it. Like, you just want to clean some and of those mesmerized uh, by they're writing whatever they are on the board and you're like i can't read anything you're writing up there because i'm looking at this chicken flap yeah the chicken flap you take off especially on a lefty too you got it to see it as it was coming this way and then you got to see it as it passed by too it's yeah. just like you're watching it come and you hate to see it go but it's just flabbing on by so loose just flapping around like a damn just look like like the fat part of a steak that you just like a lot of people don't want to eat it but i wanted to get all up inside it you know yeah yeah, yeah. and she would erase it and she get done and she would have to wipe her hands from the chalk but then she had to wipe her flab too and just go like this yeah. got all over her little uh little uh, flowery uh floral uh, blouse that oh, was yeah. a, a little too tight but it had some ruffles yeah the oh. floral blouse yeah. with the flaps out the side really short curly black hair like yeah. i feel like this is a stereotypical substitute teacher that was a wretched woman but like kids just had to make fun of her because she was so mean like she wasn't nice and bubbly she wasn't the nicest person but she was substitute teaching because she loved kids um but yeah <laughs> not because it was her last resort <laughs> not because it was there was nothing else going and she's like oh i can just get wasted in college and barely graduate and still be a teacher <laughs> yeah. Sold. well actually substituting in new jersey like i've said before it doesn't take much to be a substitute and it pays pretty well yeah i don't, I don't do you even have to have a you have to have 60 college credits which is two years of uh college an associate's degree you can get an associate's degree and you get fingerprinted as long as you pass those things and you don't have any felonies on your record you can go into a school and educate the young minds of america wow we should yeah. we should think about it i i still have my substituting thing probably needs to be renewed but uh i'm willing to get back in the game they pay like 100 bucks a day and you're done by 245 three o'clock like sign me up fuck yeah dude get in there and i'll just start telling them all the crazy conspiracy theories we talk about on here that's right it's part of your course that is that absolutely is um i got one last thing here that we could talk about i saw recently you see all the smart cars and the smart devices and shit coming up recently. everything's smart everything is smart and it's making people dumb yeah. uh we can have like our own jeff foxworthy special here yeah uh, just talking about all the smart devices for dumb people are you smarter than a 30 year old <laughs> yes <laughs> Holy shit, can we do that sketch? Are you smarter than a 30-year-old New Jersey professional? There's got to be something there, yeah. Just do all stuff that like we should know how to do at our age that yeah. we don't know how to do. Yeah, yeah, like trying to um, any household project that I run into that you think is so fucking simple. Yeah. And then like how to replace a fucking window. I wouldn't be able to tell you how to even try how to do it. It would take me all Saturday to replace one window. Smart cars, though. Ford actually filed a patent recently this past month uh that would allow them to repossess repossess your car by having it self-drive away if you miss payments what <laughs> yes are you fucking kidding me a ford applied for a patent to make the repossession process go smoother and the patent document was submitted in august but it was formally published in february it's titled systems and methods to repossess a vehicle it describes several several ways to make the life of somebody who has missed several car payments harder and it explicitly states in the system that the vehicle uh, would then basically self-drive itself back to the dealership or to a uh, wherever out of your own driveway. 
who would buy a car like that that's the if th- that was part of the system and also if it brought it back to the dealership how what are they going to do with it how annoyed are they going to be that they're getting all these cars just like yeah. sent to them so it says uh uh, the self-driving, semi-self-driving capability cars, the system would move the vehicle from one spot to another, more convenient for a tow truck to tow the vehicle. But they, what they do is they dangle all these like smart features. It has built-in Wi-Fi. It has this. It has that. But somewhere inside of there, there's something like this that's also a part of it. But the more, the most fucked up part about do they this, not market it, and then this somebody noticed this, and like it's an article that's being released about it. They just got released because the patent was finally like. Uh, approved. Oh, like it was public. approved. It was approved in. Uh, it was formally published February twenty third. Oh my God! So they could just take your car away. Like so they that. could basically, if you miss payments. But the more fucked up thing to know about this. What is, kind of payments? What about like insurance payments? Uh, so insurance would be separate. If you okay, don't have, if gotcha. you don't have insurance, you're, you're you don't have insurance, and you're just riding dirty. As gotcha, uh, gotcha. But if you miss your car payments, if you have a monthly payment on it, they'll just come take it to, because it's technically owned by the bank until you finish paying it off. So. The more fucked up part about it is that they would slowly, if you miss payments, they would slowly take away functions from your car that would annoy the shit out of you until you make payments. So they said- Like what, the brake pedal? (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha. If you want full function of your brakes, you better make your fucking payment. Drive off a cliff. You should have paid your car payment, (laughs) stupid. We're just going to steer this sucker right off of this 25 mile an hour school zone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what you can expect here at Ford. Ford. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, Ford, you should kill yourself. <laughs> you miss a payment? Fuck you. Yeah. Ford, if you miss your car payment, you should kill yourself. And, if and you, we're here to help. If, yeah, we will lock you in your garage, put the windows down, and set the gas up. Yeah, we're we'll for help. free. We, don't, we make it easier. So you don't have to have somebody come out and kill you. We'll do it for you. Say goodbye to subscriptions. We'll kill you free of charge. We have a free service that will drive your car directly to the morgue with your body in it. (laughs) It makes it easier for everybody and your family. Cut costs of funeral expenses and the grief your family would have to do of finding your dead body. It's all about convenience. Yeah, it is. And this these are the these are the things that they oh actually my God. these are actually the loss of functions that they outlined. Minor inconveniences such as the loss of cruise control, automated window controls, automated seat controls, components of the entertainment system such as the GPS and the MP3 player. So automated window controls meaning you could only do it manually because what what cars have a manual window so that just means you can't do the windows Dude, you what, know, what if you're in a situation where you're stuck in your car you know what would be so fucked up is that they either lock them all the way up and you can't use them or they've just put them all the way down and you can't put them up that uh, would be fucked or it's one or the other you can't stop in the middle who who are they marketing this toward like just tow companies oh i don't even think they're marketing this i think they were just going to try and implement this into their systems so like who would this benefit like why would they care enough to even do that they i how, guess how would that they, benefit i guess them? they wanted the patent because other car companies you know toyota is going to be like hey we hate our customers too and we want and it's not even the car companies as much i think the banks because yeah so that, that's what i'm saying did they make a deal with the banks yeah. like where they're like we could do a feature like this you know what it probably could be and this is a complete conspiracy from my end if they have banks that front them you know they they do the financing for let's say ford is through bank of america for example or they have that when i got my chevy cruise the i went with the financing 
at the dealership and it was through Bank of America. So let's say it's Ford and uh, Bank of America example. Um, maybe if they say that they have these things, they get a better deal of working with that bank and they get to make some more interest payments uh. on the back end. There's some type of financial gain for them for getting this patent. A company like Ford doesn't file a patent and spend a year and a half getting it approved for no monetary gain. Like I don't like how they're making it so hard for people to cheat the system. Like if you are good enough to cheat and get away with it, if I can find a good spot where I can park and not get a parking ticket and I can get away with it, more power to me. You know what? Cause fuck <laughs> like, you can't get away with anything anymore that they're going to yeah. do this. Like, you know, a guy who's like, maybe I'm just going to, you know, I couldn't pay for it. I'm going to keep it off the road for a couple of months, but nope, it just automatically drives itself. You just, you look on your ring camera outside and you just see it backing up yeah, very like, slowly. I forgot to pay this month. Yeah. You forget to pay. You're watching the video. It like runs over a kid riding their bike down the sidewalk. You're like, oh, fuck. How, no. how would tow companies though? Cause if you've ever gotten your tar code, which I have many of times going to get it back is probably the worst experience I've ever had in my like the, yeah. the tow comp or I guess it's not the tow company the the um the uh parking authority or the, the parking authority or um the uh the pound that you gotta go oh like the impound lot the impound mm -hmm. lot yeah yeah that, that you gotta go pick up your car from there how would they not be completely overrun yeah and like they, they, they can't they can't even manage your shit now yeah how would they be able to manage that yeah, and they're and they all have cars just flying in every single day, and no owner to fucking talk to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're just coming in. I have no idea how that would even work, and I don't even think they have it figured out. But it's just, and that would actually put tow companies out of business. It would put repo guys, the guys coming around like dog Which the I, bounty hunter. I guess fuck them anyways. But. <laughs> yeah, it's like we're not here defending. Actually, I think we could take a strong stance on getting repo guys their jobs. That's the first level of functions they could take away. Here's the next ones that would they they would then fuck with. Their level would be more serious, including the loss of things like the air conditioning system, your remote key fob, an automated door lock and unlock system. And then likewise, an incessant and unpleasant sound can be turned on every time the owner is present in the vehicle. That's a part of the patent. What? It's <laughs> a part of the uh, patent. What if they just, you get in the car and you missed a few pay payments and then they just play Christina Aguilera nonstop and you're just banging your head on the steering wheel like, fuck. They said an odor? Uh, no, an incessant and unpleasant sound. So like a annoying nonstop sound. Like it's just genie in a bottle on repeat. What hell are they trying to put us in? <laughs> <laughs> that that they're trying to implement this dude it's fucking crazy that's right? something straight out of hell it's like you forgot to make your payment your windows are locked your doors are locked they're, they're blasting christina aguilera until you fucking make a payment yeah <laughs> just anything that can come through the speakers they're just blasting christina aguilera what some the fuck like kind of world are we living in yeah like some really er early journey like just really just terrible stuff that they're putting in the loss of the air conditioning system too remote key fob not working holy they shit lock the the doors and the windows and just blast baby shark until you <laughs> blow your head off baby shark did it, did it yeah just put that in a ford commercial and it's just like <laughs> you hate the song and we hate you <laughs> i i don't understand uh who this would benefit yeah. I, I guess banks, if they had that sort of back end deal, but it's like, fuck. They're just looking for any which way to just fuck everybody. Man. 
And if you miss a payment or a few payments, they're just going to start fucking with your car until. Are they going to start doing that with our houses too? You miss a mortgage oh, yeah. payment, all of a sudden your house just gets up on stilts and just fucking walks away with you in it. Yeah, yeah. Or they just your TV. If you have a you're making payments on like a really expensive, nice TV, they just you lose the loss of a remote function. It just goes to American Idol. You're just right. stuck in yeah. a living fucking hell. Yeah, they they just play the Real Housewives of New Jersey like on repeat the entire Fuck. time. They like you cannot make the volume go below a fifty, and it's also going to be <laughs> it's going to be set to Bravo for the next week straight until you decide to make us a fucking payment. That I mean, it, if they do that with cars, that is not such a slippery slope to think that we could go down. Well, that's always the thing. Everyone talks about the slippery slopes. They get very awfully slippery and slimy, like a wetted up vagina, and <laughs> <laughs> and I think that. Is a great place. Because that's a great place you want to be, but it's also a great place to stop the episode. So, yeah, yeah, call into the hotline. Let us know what you uh, are up to, what crimes you're committing, and what's in your ass this week. It's (laughs) 856-617-4626, SouthJerseyBadBoys at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, we're going to have a guest on our next episode, I believe. So, you know, stay tuned for that. We'll see you. Later.